The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, world leaders uh, at the United Nations Climate Action Summit have pledged to do more to fl- fight uh, climate change. Uh, but they say it's still, they admit that it's still not enough. 66 countries have promised uh, to have more ambitious climate goals and 30 swore to be carbon neutral by mid-century. But the World Resources Institute says while smaller nations are making commitments, the big carbon polluters that make up the majority of emissions, including the U.S., China, and the European Union, still aren't stepping up. Today, teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg accused leaders of stealing her dreams and childhood with their empty words. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Well, it was climate activist uh, Greta Thunberg speaking earlier today at the United Nations Climate Action Summit. Now, we are seeing climate change demonstrations around the world. And tomorrow here at home, Edmonton Public School trustee Michael Jans will uh, ask support from his colleagues to ensure support for students participating in global climate strike demonstrations. Trustee Jans joins us this afternoon. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you for talking about this important topic. All right. So why why do you feel the need to make sure that uh, you students in the system um, receive amnesty? Well, it's 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 two parts. Um, first of all, as a board, we don't want to be prescriptive and and say that any student has to. Uh, uh, take part in anything. However, what we want to do is be enabling so that students who want to pursue extracurricular learning opportunities, such as engaging in uh, the, the climate actions, in field trips, and opportunities to learn uh, about science and participate in civic action, that's, that's what we're trying to do here. So I'm hoping my colleagues will support my motion. And furthermore, I'm hoping that we as a district can share in our over 200 schools information from the city of Edmonton, which just recently declared a climate emergency about ways that all of us in our own individual lives and in our communities as the country can be more sustainable and hopefully get to zero emissions. So if um, this was, if you were to get that support, what would that mean for for any of the students who were, you know, maybe stepping out to do uh, to do uh, to to be involved with a demonstration? Is that they wouldn't get uh, they wouldn't get dinged for missing a day? That maybe hopefully tests wouldn't be have wouldn't be scheduled on those days if we know about it. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, we'd be asking our schools not to plan tests or assessments on the Friday. We would be um, also trying to enable our schools to do um, climate action at their school in the own way that makes sense to their own school community. So, for example, in elementary age and high, may not want to go down to the legislature for the protest, but they want may want to do something in their schools. They may want to do something in their in their school mm-hmm. field or at their school gymnasium. 
some sort of recognition or some sort of digital participation in um, the actions that are happening around the world. I mean, this is a momentous occasion and, and an incredible moment. And we're hearing from our young people that they want to engage. And I think it's important for us to, as adults, to step back and let them. This is a, at first, I was thinking this is a critical opportunity to participate in democracy and apply your social studies knowledge about civics and democracy and civic participation. But really, I think this is more and more a chance to learn about science and to think about science because the science really is definitive that we are um, uh, in an emergency here. And as a uh, Greta has said, our house is on fire, and we need to take we need to take action. And 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 it's not just about uh, the future of, of the economy for the young people here in Alberta, um, but it's also about our planet and our environment. And and uh, it's about the need to come together and think about collective and individual action. You you know, Michael, that there are people uh, out there right now who do not believe in 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 climate change. There are climate change deniers out there, um, I, and I'm sure that there would be some listening to this and listening to the possibility that uh, that a school board would um, would allow something like this to go out and take part for students to take part in it they they wouldn't be very happy about it what would you say to them well that's exactly why we need to be teaching science in school there's some people who are listening who also think that the earth is flat so we need to teach them about pollution, about our planet, about the importance of clean air and water and how all of our systems are interconnected, about the heat waves that are happening around the world and, and rising sea levels and some of these species already facing extinction. Humans could be added to that list and more and more we're hearing from our young people anxiety about climate change and the best antidote to anxiety is action is getting together with other people knowing that you're not alone coming up with solutions engaging our democracy and treating the climate crisis we're in with the same importance and emphasis that our country has treated other crises in the past Michael- this is going to require a mobilization on scale with what has been done in the past in the world war world war one and world war two in coming together as a country and taking swift and direct action if we're going to ensure that the children in kindergarten today also have the right and the ability to become parents and grandparents. Michael, can, may I ask what it was that um, that sparked the fire under you on, on this topic? Oh, it's, it's the science is clear. Uh, this has been an issue for a long time that all of us need to come together and, and deal with. I can't um, uh, point to one exact moment, but um, the signs are all around us. I mean, I'm a dad myself. I have a two and a half year old, and 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 I wonder if he's going to be able to have children, and mm-hmm. if he's going to be able to have grandchildren. And these conversations I'm having with my peers, other young parents at our at our daycares and at our playgroups, talking about what is going to happen to our children. We're not worried about our retirement funds. We're not worried about um, the, the 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 material. Um, possessions we're worried about the survival of life on earth and that we don't want our young ones to be all growing up with asthma because of forest fire smoke and and climate calamity we want to come together and be part of the solution so we as canada have to do that so so michael with this how do we ensure that um you know kids who may see an opportunity to um go and um, be involved in a protest and a demonstration or actually those who want to be going and being involved in a protest and demonstration and not just skipping skipping class, seeing it as an opportunity to skip class. Um, and, you know, kids who are going to skip class are going to skip class anyway. 
What uh, what I've been what has surprised me though in the last ten years working with Edmonton Public Schools is the sheer energy and enthusiasm of our young people to to engage in fun and engaging projects with their peers like this. I went last year to an all night bikeathon where students stayed up all night riding indoor cycling to raise money for malaria. It was incredible, and they raised almost four hundred thousand over four hundred thousand dollars, I believe. Students today are very engaged. They want to be involved, and they need us adults to step back and get out of their way. And that's what my motion is about on Tuesday. We want to be able to say as a board, we support you. We're here. The science is real. We know this is part of your learning. So if you want to engage in it, do so. And at your at your school community, we want to help you in your own local way to do so. And finally, with your family and with all of us, we're in the middle of a federal election right now. This is this should be the number one topic on the agenda. This is what we should be talking about. Our our communities um, and the future of, of Canada and our water and our air. These are issues that affect all of us. And the young people have been very clear that they, they're demanding that we talk about them. And just because they can't vote doesn't mean that we should do anything short of amplify their voice. Michael Jans is Edmonton School Board Trustee out of Ward F this afternoon. Some of your some texts that are coming in this afternoon, I just want to read this one. It's from Jay. It says, a protest is not an extracurricular learning opportunity. I want my kid in school, and this idea to give them a free pass to leave is ill-thought-out and laughable. If students want to protest and leave school to do so, then they should be forced to repay the cost of the missed education per day back to the taxpayers. The very fact that a school board trustee thinks that this is a good idea shows he should not be on the board. Michael, what do you say to that? You know, we have all kinds of different extracurricular learning opportunities throughout the year. Sports tournaments, Remembrance Day memorials, uh, concerts, art projects, uh, track meets. There's all sorts of different things that we do and, and everybody sees different value in different things. I've heard from some people that the make or break moment for them to graduate high school was participating in a, in a dance performance. So, um, that's why it's important that this is optional, that students aren't required to participate. We're not going to be busing 100,000 students down to the legislature, but it's important for the students who do want to engage to apply what they're learning in science, apply what they're learning in social studies and be involved in these climate actions. This is absolutely a part of it and a chance to apply their creativity in helping all of us engage and find a better solution. Mm, Okay, and um, someone says, can't these things be planned on the weekends? Uh, You know, there's been a lot of things happening uh, throughout the week. There's more and more students getting involved in more and more activities. And uh, um, I think your listener is right. They probably, we should be talking about climate change seven days a week, Mm -hmm. 365 days a year. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, it's interesting, Michael, because we've had a couple conversations today about climate change. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about climate change later this week. And um, the, you know, um, those who are, you know, reading the science and uh, who are, are strong believers in climate change and who are working to try to, 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 to change things and, and, and fight this and make a difference. Um, coming up, uh, you know, if you look at my text line right now, the climate change deniers um, are also backing it up with whatever 
whatever sets of facts that uh, that they have. But it's a, it's fascinating. This has been an absolutely um, fascinating debate to watch grow over the past uh, number of years. And um, well, you would you would probably yeah. remember back when some people used to say smoking is healthy, and now we definitively know that smoking mm. is not. Some mm-hmm. people were saying vaping is healthy now that we know it's 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 not. And there's big money at stake. There's 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 major shifts required. And 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 for some of us, they're 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 not going to be pleasant. We're already in a in a place where sea levels are rising around the world, and and there's there's death and destruction happening in other parts of our planet. So it's it's going to be tough. It needs to happen. I mean, people will deny climate change. Like I said, um, this is why we teach science. This is why we teach that. Um, uh, uh, this is why we te- we teach critical thinking and to help people mm. parse through the fake news. So um, there's well well funded and 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 uh, aggressive climate deniers there, and and uh, I wish they could go back and have to take science nine all over again. <laughs> Michael, um, so you're going to try you're going to ask uh, your um, the other trustees on the board. Is this tomorrow that's going to happen? Yeah, tomorrow we'll ask for their support. We'll then communicate resources to schools. For anybody who's listening who wants to get involved, if you visit the city of Edmonton on their on their website, they have uh, just search change for climate. Um, they've got lots of great resources that we can do as individuals and in our communities. This does require collective action, but I think all of us need to start talking about it. And the city of Edmonton declared a climate emergency. Victoria School Board declared a climate emergency. The Quebec, the Quebec's largest public school board, actually canceled school on Friday so students could participate mm, in the walkout. So we're seeing dramatic actions from school boards across Canada. I think um, my humble motion asking us just to uh, uh, to be enabling and declare an academic amnesty is is, is a very sensible compromise. Yeah, yeah okay, Michael, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I really appreciate that, and we'll keep an eye on what happens here over over the coming days. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. All right, that's Michael Jans. That is uh, Edmonton School Board trustee from Ward F. Um, yeah, interesting. And again, I'm you know reading the text line, and I understand a lot of you are. You know, don't believe in climate change or you don't believe that climate change is uh, man-made. Um, I think it's interesting, you know, when you look back, you know, think about it. When you, when you look back, like I'm 40, I like to say I'm 45, but I'm a little bit older than 45. 45 just to me doesn't sound as old as 48 because <laughs> it's not. Anyway, you know, when it's, you know, 45 years of age and I, I look back and I, I try to think of the you know that really big topic when I was in high school, when I was when I was in grade eight or nine, in, you know through high school. So you know we're talking. Um, I went to high school in what 1985, so I was in grade eight, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. And for us at that time, you know the threat of nuclear war was huge. Uh, what was that what was that going to mean? What did it look like? Um, and I know, you know, even you know the generations prior, you know, having um, almost like uh, what would they call them like bomb tests in in your schools hiding under hiding under the under your your chairs and your desks. But I remember nuclear war and that threat of nuclear war being such a, a huge thing and living with that and living with that and, 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 and dealing with that um, and growing up with that. And, and, it, and it was scary. And I also remember, and of course, you got to remember, I went to high school in Sault Ste. Marie, not too far down the road was... Uh, Sudbury where the big nickel mines were and you drove through Sudbury on a Sunday afternoon and just look around to see um, you know 
the fallout from that with with acid rain and how much that was a was such a, a huge deal now having said that you know you know can can you compare nuclear war the threat of 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 um those bombs or or acid rain to to climate change i'm not sure but i think we all have we've all had something through our high school ages and maybe into college that spurred us on that maybe kicked us in the butt a little bit that 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 um, built up some passion in us that that stoked a fire that made us wanting to get involved with something more maybe something bigger than ourselves and and i don't see anything wrong with that i just um think that there's a, there's a lot of education to be done on, on the climate change front there's there's so much to, to still learn um, and, and I and I hope people are willing to learn and I hope when you are trying to find out information that you are getting it from both sides that you're that you're listening to the scientists um, you're, you're not just listening to the de- de- deniers or you're just not listening to, you're just not listening to the scientists you know that y- you go to, to numerous different places and you you talk to the people who are who are working in this industry and who are you know the ones that are waving the flag um pretty pretty mightily but again you know take it with a grain doesn't matter where you're getting it from take that information with a grain of salt take it and learn from it and then take it from somewhere else and develop your own your own ideas on it don't just take it from a meme off Facebook or something that you saw on Twitter, whatever side you stand on, whatever side you stand on, just educate.